Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Collin. I'm here with my right-hand man, Clayton DeClaw Harris. What's going on, Drake? Oh, man, it is Thursday, and it's a beautiful day. NFL kicks off tonight. Our fan- it does. Our fantasy it league. Does. Our fantasy league teams go into action tonight, and I couldn't be more excited. And another thing that we're excited here on the sports show about is an interview I did earlier this week with a couple of uh, couple of teenagers from Mount Pleasant High School. And if, you, if you guys would just sit back, turn the radio up a little bit, we're going to run this interview. Uh, with two very special young men and a coach from Mount Pleasant High School. And I think you'll find the story pretty incredible. So just uh, sit back and listen. This is Drake Collier speaking this afternoon with a little different sports story here at the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Um, And it's something that that I'm being educated on. And if you folks listening out there will will take a minute and uh, pull up a chair or turn the radio up a little bit in your car, I think you're going to find this story uh, quite amazing and uh, uh, and just uh, overall just a great sports story. And this sports story is about fishing. Um, today in the studio, I have a Mount Pleasant teacher uh, and, and two students from Mount Pleasant students are Mr. Evan Wood and Mr. Spencer Lovett, and I have Coach Jeremy Finley, and uh, I also have WKOM's own Debbie Matthews, and we're all sitting in in the studio, and we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit about fishing and the Bassmaster High School program. Um, Coach Finley, um, what can you tell us kind of the, the genesis, the beginning of, of the Bassmaster High School program? And, and, and where it is right now in relationship to Murray County Schools and Mount Pleasant High School. So uh, Bassmaster started a high school program in 2010. Uh, Mount Pleasant got on board in 2017. Uh, my child, my personal child, he uh, he went fishing with uh, one of my coworkers, fell in love with the sport. Uh, he came to me and said, hey, let's, let's start a fishing team. At the time, I was coaching uh, junior high football. I uh, wanted nothing to do with fishing. I wanted nothing to do with this sport. And uh, he kept pushing. He he brought in a stack of papers one day that he printed off on his own. He said, would we please do this? Uh, it came to the point where my wife stepped in and she said, hey, uh, if he was wanting speed lessons, you would work on this. Or if he was wanting anything with football or baseball, you'd work on this. Let's give this, this a try. And this was what year now? This, this was 2017. Okay, 2017. Five and uh, went to the Board of Education, thought they would laugh me out, right? This is a sport of fishing. Thought the Board of Education, Murray County, would, would laugh me out of the building. Uh, and they jumped on board. They said, yes, we've been wanting this for a while. Would you take this program and would you lead it? Uh, so we started that program in 2017. Uh, the year after that, Central jumped on board. Uh, CA jumped on board. And Hampshire actually has a team as well. Uh, so that's your Murray County teams that are, are part of this program. Program. Okay. Now, now let's let, let's get to the the crux of this. T- tell us, tell us how big this Bassmasters High School program is. I mean, nationwide. What, what what kind of numbers are we talking about? So, so nationwide, we'll start off with somewhere between twenty five thousand kids every year, and uh, 
that they'll start the year with the hopes and dreams of making the Bassmaster twenty five thousand fishermen, twenty five thousand fishermen okay. nationwide, and they they all have the same dream and the same hope when they they make that first cast of the year. They all want to make the Bassmaster National Championship. Okay, uh, it is the biggest stage for bass fishing. All the way up to the elites, to the people that do this for a living, is the biggest stage that everybody wants to make it to. So, Bassmasters has different levels. Let's just like let's just like uh, Major League Baseball, for instance, right? I mean, there's the the Major League, which is the Pro Bassmasters, and then they have a Minor League, which they kind of they, those guys are working to get onto, or like Pro Golf, those guys are working the smaller tournaments to get to qualify to get on the pro level, right? And and, and it moves all the way down to what, college? Yeah, yes, sir. We we go, we start off as juniors. We start off second grade through the eighth grade <laughs> junior program. Uh, so you have a junior Bassmaster National Championship. Actually, a little plug here. Mount Pleasant is the number one team in the state in the junior program. Uh, was able to win two national events last year as a, a junior program. Uh, we were able to win the West Tennessee region, the Central Tennessee region, and the state championship last year just that with our is, junior oh, that's program. That's terrific. I mean, and and that's, that, that's how you get them started. That's right. right? I mean, that's how, that's how, how we grow started. our program. That's right. Absolutely. So we, we start off as juniors. Once, once they hit that eighth grade year, they're able to get into the high school side of fishing. We fish them with us for four years all across the nation. We traveled as far as uh, Florida, as south, as far north as Michigan, Arkansas, South Carolina. We travel all over the nation with our national field as well. Uh, so after they graduate uh, high school, they go off to college. Mount Pleasant currently has four anglers fishing in the uh, college arena. And then those college kids are hoping whenever they graduate, they get a chance to move up to the BFL, which is the minors. And this and this is a vehicle. Uh, fishing is a vehicle like basketball, like football, like any other sport, any other sport, a vehicle for, for scholarships, for a way for these students and these fishermen to get their uh, education paid for. That is right. We currently have uh, one angler fishing for the University of North Alabama that is on a fishing scholarship. Now, he received money for his academics and for his – community leadership stuff as well but he also received money just for fishing and he's at the university of north alabama well that's i mean you know it doesn't get any better than that to to fish right guys and to to fish and get your college paid for how awesome is that feels great (laughs) there you go there you go okay so uh we're here with like i said uh debbie matthews she is on our Three Dudes with a View show occasionally on the, on Monday and Wednesdays. Yeah. And Debbie is involved as, as one of the sponsors because fishing ain't cheap. I mean, you know what I mean? You've got to travel long ways. You've got to stay in hotels. You need you've a big got, boat. You've got a boat. You've got your gear. I mean, it's a, I mean you know, it, it, it's a lot of money. So all those times when your dad and mom were taking you all fishing, it just wasn't, you know, hey, let's just go down the road they're pulling out their hard-earned money to pay for it because it takes money to to fish right and debbie and debbie that's where you can't help well so i have a personal assistant uh by the name of kathy lovett who is spencer's grandmother and i'll call her and she'll start screaming spencer get out of my flower bed and i was like well what's spencer doing and she said well he gets up early in the morning i can't keep this kid at the house all he wants to do is go fish that's all he wants to do and in the morning he'll be digging up her flower bed trying to find worms and she's trying to get him out of it and i thought that is the greatest thing ever that kids are out in nature out at the water learning about fish 
doing something productive. Away from, away from the TV set. Away from everything. And <laughs> you know I was I mean? like, this is the greatest thing ever. How do I get involved? And there's a lot of sponsors for the Bass team. And I know that Coach Finley is appreciative for everybody. And I am a sponsor and a cheerleader because, you know, these kids won Pickwick last September in the state finals, which put them to qualify for the national uh, tournament that just happened in August. And we got to watch that tournament over three days, watching the weigh-ins and, and you know, live. I mean, I, Kathy and I were watching it at my house going, well, well, they didn't do real well the first day, you know, and most kids would have given up. The next day, these kids buckled down and fished from sunrise to sunset, not giving up until they got the weight to put them in the top 12 in the nation at that Hey, this is Drake Collins. This thing ever, this thing ever that kids are out in nature, out at the water, learning about fish, doing something productive. Away from, away from the TV set. Away from everything. And <laughs> you know I was I mean? like, this is the greatest thing ever. How do I get involved? And there's a lot of sponsors for the Bass team. And I know that Coach Finley is appreciative for everybody. And I am a sponsor and a cheerleader because, you know, these kids won Pickwick last September in the state finals, which put them to qualify for the national uh, tournament that just happened in August. And we got to watch that tournament over three days, watching the weigh-ins and, and you know, live. I mean, I, Kathy and I were watching it at my house going, well, well, they didn't do real well the first day, you know, and most kids would have given up. The next day, these kids buckled down and fished from sunrise to sunset, not giving up until they got the weight to put them in the top 12 in the nation at that time. And then they went and fished that third day and they finished fifth in the nation. Mount Pleasant is fifth in the nation. That's and that's and anglers. So I'm so proud of these kids because it is um, to me one of the greatest sports and greatest things for kids. And I I want to help that in any way. So I can. Who, so let's go on and give a plug. We got Na- we got we got Nashville Realty Company. Do, yeah. Who are some other sponsors, Coach? Let's let's give them a plug while while we're here. A title sponsor this year for us is McNeese Service down in Mount Pleasant. Uh, meeting all your HVAC needs. Okay. Uh, Bradley McNeese stepped up. He, he's he's kind of teetered on the edge every year. Uh, so he actually is our title sponsor. He was our largest donator this year, so we're very grateful for him. Uh, we've got Waste Haulers in Mount Pleasant. We've got Timco in Mount Pleasant. We've got Heritage Bank and Trust. Uh, Hammer Rods gives us product. We've got Kittrell's Cars, Ashworth Concrete, M&M Automotive, uh, Pepe's Impressions right here locally in Columbia. He does all of our artwork for us, taking care of us there. We've got Riggs custom rods we've got uh buzz's auto shop we've got the pizza place we've got united bank we've got digging the dues <laughs> we've got triple c metal products uh that they just went out it's actually a different product there in mount pleasant now uh we've got the smelter service uh and all of these sponsors that they they give us a fun phenomenal amount of money each year and we're so grateful for every one of them and if i miss somebody i'm definitely sorry i know we've got ace hardware well it looks like everybody in mount pleasant has showed up i mean every, every business in mount pleasant has showed up to support this team and as well they should because as debbie let out folks this team is num- this team is ranked n- right now these two young men in front of me 
are ranked number five in the nation. Right. And, uh, and they're and, young. As far as the Bassmaster High School program goes, and they're in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, right here right. in Mary County. Right. Spencer now, it doesn't get any better than that, right. except, except for first, second, third, or fourth. Right? That's right. <laughs> that would have been better. But, Spencer, how old are you? Well, 15. 15. And Evan, how old are you? 16. Listen, these kids have got years to go. And because they came in fifth in the nation, both of these young men have been offered full ride scholarships for their college, right? Yes, ma'am. Coach, well, it was one Bethel. Of them, one, of them's, uh, one of the full rides is to Weber University in Florida, and the other full ride is to the University of Bethel. Uh, I'm kind of partial to UNA, but Bethel <laughs> is what we call the Alabama fishing. In, in the fishing world, uh, Bethel, man, they're a powerhouse program, uh, national championship after national championship. Are you talking about Jackson, Tennessee's Bethel? Uh, McKenzie. They're, they're up in McKenzie, the west part of Tennessee, okay. northwest corner of Tennessee. Uh, a lot of our local kids, actually, what I have found out, because my oldest child actually went to the University of Bethel, that's a that's a like a just a home college for Murray County. There's a lot of Murray County youth. Now, what lake? Going what there. lake is right up there next to Bethel? Is Dale Hall? No. Uh, Kentucky Lake. Kentucky, Kentucky Lake. Lake's right is, there, real close. Yeah. Which is world famous for bass. That's right. I mean, you know. Yep. And Weber, I would guess, is probably Central Florida, somewhere down around Lake Okeechobee, maybe. And, and and you know, but they've got some they've got some big largemouth down there too. Yeah, they now, they both have a phenomenal opportunity to attend a university now of yeah. their choice. Uh, they also received uh, because they were the highest finishing uh, boat with a Yamaha motor. They also received a five thousand dollar check in contingency money for that. And then they also received a $3,000 check from Bassmaster that is in a bank account in Birmingham, Alabama, that whenever they decide to attend either a secondary education or a trade school, if they decide to go to a trade school, they're allowed to pull that money out. And when they pull that money out, they're able to use it to further their education. Okay. I think that's phenomenal. Well, let's get, to, let's get to the fishermen. I want to talk to you guys. Okay. <laughs> now, first of all, Evan. Yes, sir. All right. So you all went down and you, you – you participated in the Pickwick tournament. Yes. All right. Okay. So the Pickwick tournament's got roughly 225 boats, and it's a one-day tournament. Just one one shot, right? Yes, sir. As it's opposed, like the state championship, right, guys? Is it the state championship? or, or all? It was the state open. Yeah. Okay. Are all high schools invited to to, to participate in that? So I'm gonna step in real quick. Okay. So so the way the way this works is you have national events, which is the Bassmaster events. They're located across the nation. Then in under the Bassmaster events, you have the Bassmaster High School State, and they're located across the state. So there'll be one. Usually there's two in West Tennessee, two in Central Tennessee, and two in East Tennessee. And then the championships just strategically located across the state. That's the tournament they won was a state open. And in under the state series, you have regional. So you have West Tennessee, Central Tennessee, and East Tennessee regions. So you have regional tournaments, state tournaments, and then the national tournaments. Okay. Do you, do you, how many guys, How many teams? How many teams? Boats represented Tennessee in the South Carolina in the nationals. I think seven. Seven boats. Fifty-two. Oh. Oh. There were fifty-two teams from the state of Tennessee. So there were fifty-two out yes, of the sir. state of Tennessee that that fished on Lake Hartwell in South Carolina. The the tournament that you all came in fifth in. Okay, so let's go back to the Pickwick Tournament. And uh, Spencer, let's get you on the radio here. Let's talk about the day that you all were fishing the Pickwick Tournament and you you brought in a little over 18 pounds, correct? A little over 18 pounds. Um, That day we ran probably 50 or 60 miles straight up the river toward the dam. And we just went fishing. We didn't have a great practice. We only caught five or six. 
and just they happened to be up there and we caught them so tell us about you know and a lot of people feel we got a lot of fishermen around here i mean mm-hmm. we got this is tennessee is a sportsman type hunting and fishing and type of community tell us about that day and tell us about tell us about the first who caught who caught the first kind of big one that you all kind of lit your eyes up a little bit which one of you all caught the first one I think Spencer caught the – I think it was like four pounds. Wow. And that got us really excited. A four-pound four largemouth. No, we came in with all smallmouth. Oh, it was all smallmouth. Yes, okay, sir. well, I'm, I'm sorry about that, which are even harder to catch from what I understand. Yes, so sir. so you all come in, and, and bam, did you catch them all in the same spot? Did you all pretty much – Yeah, we caught them on one stretch of bank, just throwing at the bank and slow reeling a swim bait. And they just hammer it every time. And did you all feel pretty good about it coming in? Were you all driving coming in? And, and I mean, were you saying to each other, "Hey, man, we might have a shot at this." So we, you know, what's what? Yes, sir. It was one of the best days of fishing I've ever had. <laughs> it, was, it was really fun. Awesome. Well, I mean, you know, and, and you're you're going back and you're you're headed back to the dock for the weigh in. You're thinking, man, we're going to be right up on the podium and yeah. just like the guys on TV. I mean, this is this is big stuff, right? Yeah, we felt really confident coming in that day, and uh, it was just the best day of fishing I ever had. Came in, and uh, we just tried not to tell everybody what we had. You kind of wanted to surprise everybody, yeah, Spencer. Is that what you all wanted? Kind of. Yeah, we knew we had a pretty good sack, so we left. We probably left and gave ourselves two hours to get back, so we didn't kill or injure the fish on the right, right, ride right. Back. And so from that from that Pickwick tournament, which was in August, yes, sir. You all you all went qualified and went to the nationals, the Bassmaster High School nationals. In South Carolina on Lake Hartwell, yes, sir. And that now that's a three day event. So kind of tell us how's that set up. I mean, how 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 does that work exactly? What's a day like getting ready to go? I mean, you all tell me about the first thing about about getting up in the morning. What time? I mean, well, we usually had to get up around three just to get in line who's the morning person you or spencer i mean you yeah, he he's the morning person you're not spencer you like to lay in the bed a little bit longer i understand and i'm not mad at you for that so you know we understand but go ahead yeah we had to get in line it was a long line like 300 boats lined up all trying to put in i think it was a uh, three boat ramp so you can put back three boats down at a time right yes, so so you all waited to, I mean, I would imagine maybe an hour, a couple of hours or so just get just to get wet, just to get in the water. Yes, sir. It was, it was really rough. Had you all yeah. fished on that lake before? Have you you'd never been on that lake before? So you guys were just fresh to that water, and you all took out. And what, what's the first thing? Tell our listeners, what's the first place? What's the first thing you're looking for when you're fishing for bass like that in a tournament? Uh, what we looked for was bait fish because we went back up in a creek we found bait fish skipping, and we just fished and fished, and we finally got a couple bites back there in the back of a creek. All right, so the first day, and, and this is this is a three day tournament. The nationals are in in South Carolina. So you fish, and what are the what are you allowed to fish from from uh, sun up to sundown, or how, how what 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 are the what are the regulations those first couple of days or three days? It was from like six to four thirty, I believe. Okay, for the first two days for. Um, the first three days of practice, that's like when we was allowed on the water, and then we would launch, and most of the time we would blast off around six six thirty, 
Okay. We would have a time to do in. Well, what was your best day of catch of fishing? Because you guys, you guys bagged thirty seven pounds over these three days that puts you at number five in the whole country in the nation as as high school anglers. I mean, that's that that's beyond impressive. What day was the best day? Second day for sure. And they all uh, just just a bigger bag, bigger fish was biting that day. And I mean, when you all, what was the largest fish that day? Uh, close to five pounds. Who got it? I think Spencer caught that one. Spencer, Spencer's lucky. Spencer, you know what? You you might be an all star angler. We don't know about it, Evan. You know, you, how did you all get hooked up? How did you all decide to, to fish together? Uh, Jeremy came up to us, and I had no partner at the time. I didn't know who I was going to partner up with, and. He just told me Spencer's looking for a partner, so we just partnered up. And that was over a year ago. Yes, just sir. about a year ago. And this past this past August, it all came together. Yeah, and I mean, it really. I mean, let's just be honest. You guys, you all. Do you feel as though you get as partners? You all get on the same kind of uh, have the same attitude and way brain brain wave as far as fishing goes. Do you feel that? Yeah, we we get pretty much to the same mindset as, as what we're going to do on the water and off the water as far as helping rigging tackle and cleaning the boat and stuff right. like that. It's definitely a team effort. It's not any of this is just me over here fishing on the front end and me off off, off the stern or whatever the back. So it's you know, it's it's a team effort all the way, right? Yes, sir. Well, guys, I tell you what, we're we're getting right down to the end of this segment, but I'm going to tell you right now Debbie, I can't thank you enough for bringing uh, Evan, <clears throat> Evan and Spencer in, and Coach Finley from Mount Pleasant High School. These kids are representing the number; they are right now the number five uh, in the nation. R- ranked high school fishing team in the nation, according to Bassmasters. And there's nobody else that you need to talk to about fishing. And they're first in the state. And they're and, and they're no, the, and number and Mount one, Pleasant is first number in the one state. in the state of Tennessee. And guys. Good luck to you moving forward this year, and um, and we're going to keep up with you, okay? i get one last thing Go in. Go right ahead, Coach. I definitely want to uh, thank our administration. They worked with us, no there end, getting us out of school, in school, taking care of us on these long tournaments. There you uh, go. We've got a support group out of this world. Very grateful for them, and we want to make sure we thank all of our sponsors. Okay. Thank you, guys. Come back to see us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is George Plaster, and for the very best in sports, keep your dial on 101.7 FM WKOM. Hello, WKOM and WKRM listeners. My name is Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC in Columbia, Tennessee. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my grandfather, Robert Parks, and my great-grandfather, Julian Mays, in 1958, over 60 years ago. Being family-owned and operated, we invest in our community. You'll see our support everywhere you go. Schools, sports, band, and even charities. We invest in our community because we live here and we love this community. Come see me and my cousin, Robert Rogers, at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC right off Nashville Highway or visit us at parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Barry Rankin is your hometown grocer at Foodland right here in downtown Columbia, Tennessee, right here on West 7th Street. Specials for Wednesday, September 7th through Tuesday, September 13th. We got ground chuck at $3.49 a pound, home New York strips, $4.99 a pound, or buy the steak sourdough cut up for $5.99 a pound, very fresh pork chops, assorted bound in, $1.99 a pound, ginger garlic or gallery apples today, three pound bag for $2.99. Green cabbage for 59 cents. Prego pasta sauce, two for $4 for people that like to eat their spaghetti when it gets cold. And red bean pizzas at $3.99. Coke, Sprite, or Dr. Pepper. A six-pack half-liter bottle is three for 12 There you go, folks. And that's not all. There are two pages to this special sales circular and their other great specials. Barry, talk about your days and hours. We're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. for your shopping convenience. Thank See you, man. The two words we live by. The coach we follow. All right, blow the horn. Let's go. The famous call we love to hear. Touchdown, Alabama! It's good to be a Bama fan. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide head to the Lone Star State to face the Texas Longhorns. Our coverage begins at 8 a.m. on your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. 
This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are we about to get it just a little hot and sweaty in this hoop? Baby. Ladies, let's go. Soldiers, let's go. Let me talk to y'all and just, you know, give you a little situation. Listen. You see the get hot every time I come through when I step up on the spot. Make the place sizzle like a summertime cookout. Proud for the best chick. Yes, I'm on the lookout. So banging, shorty like a belly dancer with it. Smell good, pretty skin, so gangster with it. No tricks, only diamonds under my sleeve. Give me the number, but make sure you holler before you leave. I know you like me. I know you like me. I know you do. That's why whenever I come around, she's all over you. And I know you want it. I know you want it. It's easy to see. It's easy to see. And in the back of your mind, I know you should be home. Type guy with red hair and uh, 15 years old. And she sent me a picture of him and his fishing buddy or his fishing partner this year uh, for the uh, Mount Pleasant High School fishing team. And they they couldn't be more than three feet tall each and probably at the most four years old. And they're holding up two – each of them are holding up a bass I assume they caught that is just about as big as they are in this picture. It's just really something to see. Number number five in the country. Number five. Number, in, they're the number five team in the country talking about the Mount Pleasant Bass team. Yes. And number one in the state. That's right. That's incredible. That's right. And so I hope you guys got to listen to that uh, that little segment we did, and we couldn't uh, – just couldn't hope for any more – just the best for those guys. We just want them to succeed and, 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 and uh, represent – not only Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, but but Tennessee as as a state, and uh, I think we're in pretty good hands. Um, news today out of Great Britain: um, Queen Elizabeth II has passed away, and we here at the radio station and Front Porch Sports uh, Radio Show want to uh, send our condolences to everyone in uh, in Great Britain. And um, now, who takes over now? It's Charles. Uh, Charles. He, he's actually upon her death. Officially, is now the King King Charles the Third. King Charles the Third. Correct. Okay. So, and he's he he was married to Diana before before they divorced. Correct. And then she was involved in the car, paparazzi car wreck thing, and then he married his kind of long term long time mistress sweetheart yeah, mistress well, Camilla. So it, and you and at the, in between uh, during the break you you explained to me that she's going to be considered who now the queen consort, queen consort. Yes, just not the queen, not the queen, but queen consort. Okay, which now makes William number two. Okay, all right. Well, we we just want to send our condolences over to Great Britain, and 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 there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's you know, and I know this is kind of crazy, but with the. PBS uh, Downton Abbey type uh, the, the queen on ser- Netflix that won multiple awards this series and, and and television has kind of been or the crown I'm sorry right and then you were just talking about how good that series is and kind of that series is or those series have kind of enlightened Americans about 
how all that works. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. You know, I mean, it's... Especially, they're cousins. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Know, I, I can take they're that. They're former family. I can take that. I can take that. Okay. So, anyway, we're sorry to hear that. And... um and uh, just we've we've got we've got that whole family and that country in our prayers and thoughts, and uh, let's talk about Aaron Judge. I mean, talking about the king of baseball, double right nickel. Now. He's at fifty five home runs now. With how many games left? You know, I want to say there's twenty five. We were just looking yeah. that up. There's twenty five games left. God, and, and and they play through the fifth of October. So they, that's like a game every day. I yeah. mean, there, there's no there's no off days. I don't guess. So it, they're playing doubleheader. He'll at least get, you would think, possibly the Yankee record. Well, yeah. Well, the Yankee the Yankee record. Okay, so let's go through this. The single season number uh was set with an asterisk nest next to it by Barry Bonds at seventy three. There's an asterisk also set next to sixty one too. But we we'll talk about that. Okay. Later. Uh second single season. These are all single season home run records. Bonds was at seventy three. McGuire hit seventy one year and he also hit sixty five one year. Uh then that those and, and that seventy has an asterisk next to it. Correct. Sammy Sosa, who played everybody remember him playing for the Cubs. He hit sixty six one year. He also hit sixty four another year, and he also hit sixty three another year. Um, which is pretty pretty darn incredible if you think about it. I mean Oh slamming Sammy Sosa he was the real deal. Yeah. Uh, well, Mostly the real deal. So, uh, now Roger Maris, who was also a Yankee mm-hmm. and played with Mickey Mantle back in the day, they he and Mantle were were chasing a, another teammate of their a former teammate of theirs, Babe Ruth, who had who had set the single season record at sixty six zero. But yeah, Maris yeah. and Mantle were chasing Ruth all those years, and in nineteen sixty one, Roger Maris hit. 61 home runs during the regular season. Now, they put an asterisk beside that one as well. Do you know why? No, why? Why? Because why? they played in 12 more games than Babe Ruth did. So, at the time, the commission – remember, they, Billy Crystal made a movie about this, HBO movie. It was called 61, and it had an asterisk next to it. It was about uh, Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris. And the commissioner of Major League Baseball at the time – felt like that they needed to put an asterisk beside it because they did play in more games than Ruth. Okay. okay. And I think maybe Ruth's wife had something to do with that as well. So Ruth played, I believe I believe you looked it up, and it was 150 games. In, he hit, in, in 1927. In 1927, they played 150 game schedule, Major League Baseball schedule. He hit number 60 on September 30th, 1927, which – it's still a lot of games considering that travel back then, Drake. We talked about it during sure. the break was on rail. Yeah, you you got from point A to point B on a train normally. Right. Um, and I'm sure – And you, no night game. So there was no – if it rained in the afternoon, there was no playing a game at night. Right. You're going to have to double up somewhere down, down the line. And so and I'm sure if you, if you went to Chicago, if you were the San Francisco Giants or whoever came from the West Coast and you were doing a swing around the East Coast and you went into – Chicago, you would play the White Sox, and then you play the Cubs. You know what I mean? You might might end up playing them. <laughs> no, no telling how many times to get them out of the way. I'm not sure how many teams were on the West Coast then. Yeah, I mean, it, but, it, you know, because the Giants were originally in New York, right, right, so, right, right. But, but yeah, I mean, you would think back then, even back when Maris and Mantle were playing, those teams were either 
busing. They weren't, they weren't flying like they are today. No, I mean, these guys are not. flying absolutely. all over the country. So, yeah, I mean, rail and, 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 and bus has been a big thing of transportation. So, yeah, 150 games through September 30th, 1927, 60 home runs. I mean, that, that's just an incredible record that nobody thought would ever get touched. And I think it was in 97 or 98 when we saw Sosa and uh, what's his name? Uh, for the Cardinals. Uh, McGuire. McGuire. Mark, Mark McGuire. McGuire. Had this huge competition. Well, and, and you know, and, and let's not forget what happened in 95. The the players' strike in 95 canceled the World Series. Unbelievable. So, Major League Baseball was really kind of reeling from the – from from can't losing fans and people were just pretty much pissed off at Major League Baseball, especially honest. a lot of the older fans. And so they and 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 they were just kind of turning their you know they were turning Major League Baseball off because you, they canceled the World Series. I mean that's like you know that's like not ever baking another apple pie again in the United States. You just don't do that. But they did it. And so then when they so when the Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire came back and they get in this kind of home run hitting contest and it kind of generated all this real excitement around major league baseball. Well, come to find out a few years later that these guys were using PEDs, you know, they were using steroids and performance enhancing drugs and they were hitting the ball a long, long way. And it generated all this interest in major league baseball. And then all of a sudden major league baseball wants to take the high road and, and start and start, uh, uh, disciplining all these, testing everyone, and disciplining all the drug, the drug use, performing PDs, and and that is kind of is kind of hypocritical and ironic that they did that because they made a lot of money. That's right. They made, that's right, and a lot of interest, and brought a lot of fans back after the World Series was canceled. Was canceled in '95. Really, the only slugger from that era that made the Hall of Fame is the only player from the SEC to ever make the Hall of Fame. Frank Thomas. The big hurt. The big hurt. Okay, that music means we're going to take a little break. We're going to be right back with some Magic 8-Ball picks and talk about some Tennessee and Alabama football coming up this weekend. Don't go anywhere. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be right back. This is Trip this is Stoltz, Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way, God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612. And our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. How about a win? How about a win? How about a win with top prizes? How about a bid for a win and a play for quick bucks? How about a win? About a win with a win and a bid for one dollar, two dollar, five dollar, ten dollar quick games, the best cash games around. How about a win? About a win with a win and sold at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Try the new instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. They're loaded with top prizes from fifty up to five thousand dollars. Get them before they're going, going, gone. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. One lucky Powerball player will ring in the new year with a million-dollar win. Powerball's New Year's Rockin' Eve VIP experience is back with a chance for you and a guest to score the trip of a lifetime to New York City for New Year's Eve. Win exclusive access to epic events and a chance to be the first Powerball millionaire of 2023. Announced live on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Enter your Powerball tickets at tnviprewards.com by October 30th. The Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is how we do it. 
All right, we are back, and this is the uh, this is this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour you're listening to, and we are on four to five Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Um, and tonight we've got NFL action, guys. The opening uh, opening game of the NFL is going to crank up about seven o'clock tonight out on the West Coast, and the Buffalo Bills are traveling to the Los Angeles Rams, the defending world champion Los Angeles Rams. And, uh, in, in, a, in a game that could have easily been last year's Super Bowl if it hadn't been for the 11 seconds left on the clock for Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and real quick, uh, you know, Clayton and I are in the same fantasy football league, and Clayton's quarterback, Josh Allen, is going to be in action tonight. So you're looking for a big, you're looking for a big night from that guy. I am. I mean, you and I aren't playing each other, but I also have Allen Robinson on my team, who I'll be starting uh, for. I got Los Buffalo. Angeles Rams. I got Buffalo's defense too. Oh, there you go, man. You you kind of you kind of all in on the big now uh, the Magic Eight Ball on that game tonight said under the fifty two under the fifty two points. Really, it did. It just said under. I think you've got two, and I think that's I might be right. It's first game out of the first game out of the gate. Uh, you got two very very good defenses. Defenses are usually a little bit ahead of the curve this time of the year, and so I, I would say. Uh, I would I would say under fifty two is 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 probably about right. Um, and then another game of interest this weekend are the Giants, New York Giants traveling to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and that game right now on BetMGM is a minus Tennessee minus five and a half. That's just and again, and that, that that's a sucker bet. That line's moved around a little bit. You know, because, you know, most people around here are going to say, okay, Titans are definitely going to beat the Giants by more than five and a half points. That means everybody's going to load up on Tennessee. And what always happens, Vegas always wins. Tennessee wins t- by two. Or, you know, or, I mean, or, the, or the Giants win. Right. Yeah. So we talked about it during the break. That Harold Landry injury it's must be more critical, especially to the folks in Vegas. That well, we sure. Realize. Sure. And I mean, uh, you know, the giants would love to, I think they would love to like any team be very balanced, um, throwing and running the, on offense, be, be balanced on offense to throw and, and run about 50, 50. That's about what all teams and would like to do. But however, Daniel Jones, I, I think they're going to be a little bit pass heavy, pass heavy. And I think they're, the Titans are going to miss, uh, miss Harold Landry. I mean, and Daniel Jones can run. So if you go back there and you're chasing him around the pocket and he's able to break containment, then you could be in trouble where you see guys like that all the time, third down and six, it's a passing down. You don't wrap up, make that tackle. He's going to make you pay either with his arms or with his legs. And yeah, I mean, that's it. And, you know, the magic eight ball said, take, says, take the giants plus the points. So I don't, I know all you Tennessee fans, but you know, t- Hey, you could look at it this way. You take you take the Giants plus five and a half. Tennessee wins by five. You you win you win your bet. Ten, the Titans win. Everybody's happy. Everybody goes yeah. home happy and you know high fiving and and cashing a, a winner. So so um, those are the two Magic Eight Balls uh, picks for this weekend. Tonight is under the fifty two in the Rams game, and then the uh, the Giants plus the points. Um, now sometimes Clayton, when you get when you get if you decide to take an underdog, when I decide to take an underdog, like 
eh, let's say like the Giants, or tonight you might want to take the Rams. The Rams are are plus two and a half points at home. It might be a good idea just to take a little. If, say if you're going to pay play fifty dollars on that game, it might be a good idea. And this is what I do sometimes: is I'll split that bet up and I'll take I'll take the twenty five on plus two and a half. The Rams at plus two and a half. And then I'll take 25 on the money line. And because on the money line, you're going to get a little bit better odds. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, if you're going to take a team plus two and a half points, right. they're, they're just as easy to win the ball game as they are to cover that two and a half points, right? I mean, money line's currently at plus 115. Okay. For, so, for the Rams. Okay. All right. So you make a little bit extra money. Yeah. You make a little bit extra money. Uh, and once you bet, once you bet the money line, you know, you're not, you're not laying any extra money out for juice or anything else. So, um, you know, that's just something. Look at a different way. You might want to look at betting a game. Is if you if you if you're going to take the underdog and they're getting a few, they're getting a few points. You might want to lay a little bit on the with the points and a little bit on the money line. You know, just a different way to different way to look at it. Different way to make a little bit a uh, little bit more money. Now, if we move on into college this weekend, big game. Alabama is uh, Alabama is going to Texas, and they're playing eleven o'clock start on Saturday, which is terrible. I mean, you know, and the Alabama the million dollar ban is not going to make the trip. They aren't going. And they I said, I don't blame them. They said no, no, no. I don't blame they, them. And and why? Why? Why didn't they go? Because they got put. In, they're they're going to get stuck in the upper deck. Now think about having to carry all that equipment down to the field for your halftime performance, and just being the band and being right. put on being put on in the nosebleed section. Exactly. It, I mean, what's wrong with the Texas University of Texas people? What, what's going on with them? I, you know, I, they've got to come to Alabama it, too. It, exactly. And so it, don't don't exactly. think you're going don't think we're going to roll out the red carpet if y'all going to treat the million dollar band that way. I mean, Absolutely. They need to next year. They need to put them in the north or south end zone upper level up as high as they can go the official statement from the uh million dollar band people that represent the university of alabama million dollar band said uh basically (laughs) it's the seating arrangements and the ticket allotments that they were given uh that they did not like did that they didn't agree with and they said hell we're not coming think about the we're not coming to austin you got to go up and then you got to come down. They, and then you got to go up. And then you got to come back. Y'all, and I'm telling y'all, this is a section in the very upper deck of the end zone. Yeah. I mean, this is up. I there. mean, it's ridiculous. Worst seats in the house. Now, there's a, also another little bit of a little bit of a controversy. The the University of Texas has their hook them horns yeah, yeah. sign, you know, which yeah. is an extended thumb and pinky finger. Where is, where is it? Is it? It's is, that. It's that. Okay. It's yeah. the index and the pinky, pinky finger that's held up. Uh, and that, that's hook them horns. Now, if you take that hand gesture and turn it upside down and you horns down horns, which means which is called horns down. Yes. Uh, big 12 football officials. Uh, if you, if you direct that in the wrong, at the wrong, in the wrong way, if you use that horns down hand gesture, uh, at a Texas player, then you could get hit with unsportsmanlike conduct, taunting. I mean, and here's my question. I, and I thought about that since all this has happened because it was brought up to Saban yesterday in his press conference. Doesn't the SEC? Doesn't doesn't the road team in these non-conference games usually bring the officials? Shouldn't that be an SEC crew? 
I, you know, I don't know, but I know this. It's a Big Twelve crew working this. It, game. it is a Big Twelve crew. Okay, well, interesting. I, I didn't. I you, didn't. usually that's what happens. Usually, when when two non conference teams okay. play, the the road team brings the officials. So again, in Texas is going to be a future SEC. This is going to be a future conference game down the road because Texas and Oklahoma are joining the SEC. Sure, sure. But I pity the player for Alabama. They, who attempts to do the, the horns down thing gets flagged for it. Well, you know, they asked they asked Saban at a press conference about that. They said, have you talked to your players? Have you addressed the horns down je- hand gesture? And he said, no, I have not, but I'm glad you brought that to my attention. I will do that as soon as I can get these players together and let them know. So I would imagine. And he's dead serious. They're on notice oh, that I, yeah. if you cost us 15 yards by putting using some type of hand gesture. Right then it's going to be probably your neck and you're probably going to the bench for the rest of the game, you know? Um, uh, but another interesting little twist, you Alabama people might remember, uh, Jaleel Billingsley. Um, I believe he was number 19 at Alabama yeah, he's tied in. and, um, he ran into some, some disciplinary problems with Saban while he was at Alabama. He is now transferred to Texas, but he is serving a six game suspension that he's bringing from Alabama to yeah, Texas, according to uh, Steve Sarkeesian, who coached at Alabama and is now at Texas. So that's going to be interesting to see. And Billingsley is a very talented, big, fast, wide receiver. Slash tight end. He's a hybrid. And had flashes yeah. of greatness at Alabama. I just don't think he could stay in the coach's favor. I think that was that was probably the main problem. And the same thing with the Jai Hall, who's also at Texas as well. There you go. Uh, the college football Playoff board has voted and agreed that there will be a, an expansion to 12 teams. It's about time. With the top four teams getting uh, buys, right? And, and then the bottom eight will play. Um, so we will keep you abreast of, of that. Uh, and let's talk about the Magic 8-ball picks before we run out of time here. You guys, I really like Wake Forest minus, minus the 13. They get Heisman Trophy candidate Sam Hartman back. From an undisclosed illness, I'm not sure what that was, but he's coming back. He, they will be playing at Vanderbilt this weekend. The line moved once they announced Sam Hartman. It moved from about eight and a half to thirteen points, so that's about a five point jump. I think they probably more than likely will beat Vanderbilt by twenty five to thirty five. Uh, that's that's I, I agree, and that's what the magic the magic eight ball also said. And the other game uh, is the UNLV running Rebs. Plus 13. Who they got? They are playing. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's a good question. But I, that's what that's what the Magic 8-Ball threw up was UNLV plus 13. And there's a good possibility the Magic 8-Ball said they possibly could win this game outright. They're at Cal. They're at, 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 at Cal. At California. Now, I'm telling you. 3 p.m. kickoff. Okay. 3 p.m. kickoff. UNLV plus a 13. And they possibly could win them on the money line would be a great bet have a great day we'll see you tomorrow four o'clock talk to you then